0: So, next episode of Nashcast. I'm Scott Nash. I'm Sean Lipsitz. Welcome. Thank you. Adam sadly couldn't be with us today because of uh, personal circumstances. So, that's a bit of a shame, but I have you. That you do. How so, you doing, good sir?
1: I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm all right. Good. I'm We're looking forward to this. Yeah? Yeah, just because you told me that we've got emails. I'm like, <laughs> we have emails. Yeah, my, my heart is giddy and pumping really, really fast. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, um, let's go straight into it and not uh, bore people with um, bullshit.
1: What, all back and forth? Hey, hey, yeah, hey, hey, hey. What's me. new? <laughs> oh, dude, I hate that question. <laughs> <laughs> what's new in my life is probably so not exciting. It's like, Nothing. I went to work, I worked my ass off. Oh, Happy New Year, everybody. How's oh, that? yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah, welcome it's to 2014.
0: This, actually, I'm going to put this one up first. This will be the first part of 2014, so on the Nashcast uh, frequency broadband broadband, uh, broadcast fuck it <laughs> network network yes thank you sure <laughs> I love that um, yes yeah, so happy new year everybody uh, I hope I'm hoping if one um heed my twitter um, tweets <laughs> for new years of like whatever you're doing be safe because I'd hate to have lost listeners I'm sure it was fine
1: I'm sure everybody had a good time. Everyone had a good time, yeah. What did you do over New Year's? Uh, I was at home. Right on. um, Watching a movie? I was watching something and I was thinking about it the next day. Starship Troopers? I can't (laughs) know. I can't for the life of me remember what I watched. Uh, It's that. Okay. Bad, but I find. Was it one of
0: those where was it just background stuff? You just uh, while you were doing other stuff, or were you actually just led there watching it? But no, I can't remember what it was. No, it
1: was something that was on, but I can't remember what it was. It was it was background noise while I was slowly tweeting my way up to my five thousandth tweet. I wanted my yeah, my five thousandth yeah. tweet Catching to be <laughs> to be Happy New Year to everybody. So that was cool. And then my first tweet of two thousand and fourteen, which was five thousand and one, was thanking Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier for the inspiration and and, um, drive to to do this so because we sat
0: down and talked like a lot for years now and they're just they were just like well you already do that just fucking record it while you do it and then it's going to be entertaining even if it's just for us later on like down the road (laughs) yeah which will be good fun and two other people apparently (laughs) (laughs) um so and I um
1: you know and, and out of the two of us I'm obviously the more um I try to be more politically correct, but 2014, my goal of 2014 well. is, is on podcasting to, <laughs> to just speak my mind. And to try and break the, uh,
0: out of this little shell of yours. I oh. mean, to be fair, I kind of like it most of the time because as we've discussed before, I'm just going to throw it on the table anyway. Uh, if you were to compare it to Smodcast, I, because of my love for Batman and fear of anything... And everything. Oh, you are
1: completely Kevin Smith. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, uh, the beard. I, I mean, okay. I could put on a few pounds. Uh, bang. I'd be I'd be Kev. Sorry, Kev. Hey, man. He says all the time. I don't think he's that big. Have you seen pictures of him? Yeah, he's always I, going on about his weight and stuff. And even when I've seen pictures stood next to people or, you know, whatever, I know he wears, like, the big hockey jerseys to cover stuff. But which, by the way,
1: I want one of.
0: Yes. Well, yeah. And... He does not look that big at all. You See him on TV, comic book Men, or um, uh, the James Bond, good old UK DVD thing and whatnot, and anything and everything. It just he does not look as big, anywhere near as big as he makes himself out to be. So anyway, that that would be me, um, and you would most certainly be Moshe, Oh, Thank <laughs> you. I take that great, as a compliment. Yeah, absolutely, man. You're uh, you're very sound. You're very logical. Um, you're always trying to come up with the, the scientific side of things. There's just the odd occasion. I noticed it uh, a couple of times now. Uh,
1: there was... I'm just going to throw that out there. That's funny. There's the odd occasion. <laughs> i noticed it a couple of times now. The next statement will be, every time we record... <laughs> no, it
0: was... Um, to, the two the, that spring to mind, as a callback to previous episodes, there was... I can't remember which ones they were, but there was one where... I gave you the scenario, it was episode three, I gave you the scenario, you're a managing director, uh, you're going to have machines doing one job or 10 guys doing the same job but not as good and not getting the quantity out or the quality and I said uh, for the sake of money and stuff what are you going to do and you're like well I'm going to give you two answers because it's like the humanitarian of me I'd keep the, the guys working because they've got families to support whatever or uh, the, the tycoon side of you, which you would um, go for the machine. So you didn't actually answer the question because you gave me both possible answers. And then the next time uh, I said would, to would you... Would you like an answer to that now? Um, yeah, go on.
1: I'm going to give you two possible answers. For <laughs> <laughs> um, i go for the people.
0: Okay, right on. Yeah, um, straight up. Fair enough. And then the second time... We was the last one, episode six, and when I was going on about sharks and whatnot and uh, this when the, the the article I think in question at the time was when a guy had punched the fuck out of a shark. <laughs> And then him <laughs> and another surfer started swimming back to shore, and the shark followed them for a little bit. <laughs> and then I read the question of, like, after that, would you, you're not going to go back into the water? No, I said are you? I would. Oh, Yeah, and you said you would. And then I said, and then I threw the question out there, okay, well, let's change the scenario slightly, because I started talking about thrill seekers and whatnot. And I said, okay, let's say you jump out of a plane with a parachute obviously uh, that doesn't open and there's like the backup the reserve whatever doesn't work either and, and all that shit and uh, the, the someone else uh, the, the trainer or some other dude flying I had to jump out and save and, me and yeah, blah 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 his shoe opens he saves you and then I was like well are you, you going to go parachuting again and then I don't know if you're aware of this or not but then you replied saying well it depends if it's in the UK or the US and I said okay well let's say it's the UK and you go yeah, probably. So as, as I said, what, so you would probably go flying again at some point? He said, yes. And I said, okay, well, give me the US answer then. And he said, yeah, I'd probably go flying again and parachuting. So it was the same question, despite the fact that you tried to hide it with this, well, it depends what country I'm in. No, I... So, it was the exact same answer.
1: I I, I think I was going for a bit of a slightly different effect there, which throws back to episode five. Okay, okay. Which was...
0: If we get to episode 100, we're going to be so stuck. a bit like, I think it was 82 yeah. or no, 71.
1: Well, soon enough, we just, we'll start forgetting <laughs> yeah. the episode numbers. Hopefully, yeah. In that, um, somehow the conversation went on to the subject of... I don't know how it went into it, but health and safety came into it.
0: Yes, that's why, because we had said that the, the, the robot without our, health and safety over here, it'd probably improve over here quicker than it would America.
1: Yes, because yeah. the robots... I, I, I can't remember the exact reasoning, but that whole thing started out with... It depends on if that was in the UK or in the US. Um, yeah, US, UK, yeah. Yes. So in that podcast, whatever the scenario was that they were throwing out, you then said, well, it depends if we were in the UK or the US because of the health and safety. That's right. Yes. And there was kind of a... That, that, it, there was a good communicative effect to it. And then right afterward, we went into the next podcast. So I wasn't saying it in terms of it depends which country I'm in it'll change my decision. Uh, okay. It was <laughs> like the <laughs> whole playing on health and safety. But granted, by that point in time the night had gone on quite a bit. We had several drinks. We had several drinks. We had yeah. probably been potting for about five hours at that point.
0: Um on enough I think. Yeah, probably at yeah, that point. Yeah.
1: yeah So it just it went straight over your guys' head. Yeah. So I meant it in a bit more of a comedic way. And completely failed. If yeah. I was doing stand up <laughs> comedy it would have been like a wow <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> and you took it as a completely serious. Like, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, I
0: did yeah. It was like it's the same fucking thing. Doesn't matter where you are. Ugh. So don't get to us seekers. Uh, okay, well, was it? Still don't remember what the film was you watched New Year's. Nope. Back, no, no Oh, because
1: your question was why did on New Year's. Yeah, but was
0: it a good one? Did you, Did you sleep through it or were you awake?
1: I can't remember it at all.
0: I was working, so.
1: Were you? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. sucks, dude
0: yeah because i had uh, christmas off so it was either like work christmas or new year's and i i've not celebrated new year's for over a decade now so maybe the end of this year maybe we should do something maybe could be first. i know it's in the point of celebrating new years but um fuck it for those of everyone else out there that does happy new year
1: yeah as we digress onto various things i think the whole point of it was um happy new year
0: Yes, Happy New Year! Now um, let's get to these uh, the all important emails.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. Who who emailed in?
0: Do you want me to go through it now? Yeah. Okay. I, I want to know. Okay. And is it
1: constructive or not
0: constructive? Uh the the construct. I wouldn't read them if they're not. <laughs> well,
1: no. I mean, I <laughs> want to I want to know about anything. Like anyway, yeah.
0: Uh, we'll go through it and then we'll um, we'll have a quick break. Um, okay. Yeah, this came in very kind of half kind of blunt the guy likes to say the same words a lot um, which made me giggle but <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I it opens up with well done thank you <laughs> yeah thanks yeah. well done to you <laughs> sir as well <laughs> yeah. I've only just started listening to podcasts and thought I would give you guys a listen after hearing your podcast mentioned on the Anywhere But Here podcast doesn't mention how he uh, he came across
1: them but Hey. Well, he, pro- he probably emailed into anywhere but here and said well done i decided to give you a listen after listening to this stinking pause yeah how i
0: mean if they've if they've heard from this guy that'd be a great nice little link up that we could do and um that'd be brilliant but um which while well, we're there you've just started listening to the anywhere but here podcast i have nice couple of guys it is it's well, um, a couple of nice
1: guys nice couple of guys is, <laughs> I, th- I think that works as well yeah didn't sound right in my head yeah. tom and ant mm. yeah 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 they're uh, they're quite um
0: quite the giggle um i enjoy their uh, their podcast so far i'm still quite behind but now that i've finished off a couple i should be able to catch up pretty quickly cool um it goes on to say uh let's see where we're at i'd like to give you guys uh listen after hearing a podcast mentioned on the anywhere but here podcast they were right one of your uh, one of the episodes was a little pervy which was great But the episodes get better and better. The sound gets better and better. (laughs) Yes. And I can't wait to hear more shit from you guys. Uh, I was going to fire a Doctor Who email at you, but thought I would wait for the next episode as hopefully the 2013 Christmas special has answered some of your questions. Can't wait to find out.
1: Great. Yeah. (laughs) That one will be up soon, in which we we kind of have our disagreements on things, don't we? (laughs)
0: Yeah, but I'd like to based on once, once they hear it or once he hears it and we've got I've got my shit out you've got your shit out it'd be nice for uh, him to jump in with his shit and be like well you're both wrong
1: <laughs> you, know, <laughs> or, can, you know I can, I can take it perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I mean as you know I don't consider myself a I don't know what they call them Trekkies are, people that are Star Trek are Trekkies Hoovians. I don't consider myself a Whovian. Okay. I enjoy the show for the merits that it is but I can be an opinionated little son of a bitch and can't we all I had an opinion indeed you did Um, They then finishes
0: off with uh, it was quite a short email I must say it's okay it was an email nonetheless even if he just said well done I'd have been happy with that I like the well done I like (laughs) the
1: they get better and better the sound gets better Better and better better. (laughs) after he listens to this one he'll be like the sound is amazing (laughs) it's gotten better and better and better I think that'll be
0: the episode title for this one. It'll be better and better. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Um, which, yeah, we'll, uh, I'll mention that in a second. There we go. Uh, before I go, I need to know what happened at the end of episode one. Failing that, can you record an episode about the Batman games as I was really getting into it? What's this guy's name? Uh, Paul
1: Whittle. Paul Whittle. I agree with you completely. The moment I finished episode one, I texted Mr. Nash over here immediately and said, "No, Yes, and, and, then I, and I did mention it
0: in one of the, the earlier episodes that I might do a bonus pod with the extras. And I, the only reason I didn't, because you made a joke and you were like, Oh, what, a bonus pod of four minutes?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because you guys said that it finished like four minutes later. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: you said it cut out just after the hour mark or something like that. Um, I, think. I think yeah
1: it was something like that it, but it was right in the middle talking about um, we just Arkham, we back Arkham to City. the
0: spoilers for Batman Arkham City with what yeah. happens with the Joker and shit uh, when I got when I I was going to add try and find the ending of the original just add on to the end of one and be like oh by the way for those anyone who may be interested this is what it is but after getting that I thought fuck it me and Adam need to do a new gaming one anyway which if you want to jump in on, fine because uh, now that we've got i got an Xbox One he's got a PS4 would be good to have a bit of a chat about that and I'd also like to then go into the Batman games now that I've played all of them and finished all of them I'd love to talk about that so that will be in the makings we'll do that and see what happens
1: awesome um, I look forward to that as does um,
0: Paul yes thank you Paul for your email um, wherever you are it doesn't say anything just says much thanks P-Whittle are you sure it's Paul then? It's not Peter? No, it's, it's Paul Whittle, yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. Then comes the next email. A bit more lengthier. Uh, I really... This is why I saved this one for last. Oh, don't... <laughs> what? <laughs> just because I, I said it's much lengthier. The moment I looked up, the smirk on your face just spoke volumes. But then that's probably just my perverted little mind, right?
1: It is just your perverted yeah, little okay. mind.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Um... I'm smiling because I really <laughs> like this. This is awesome. Good, yeah. I'm glad. Uh, this is from a girl or a woman. Uh, she doesn't specify age, so I'm going to go with woman. Okay. But, um, she says, hey, guys. Oh, yeah, the title of the email is, I mostly listen to NashCast at night, mostly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Throwback to <laughs> aliens. <laughs> I love yeah, it.
0: Uh, when I, uh, so I'm going to have to have a drink before I start this one. Um, uh,
1: We better get back because it'll
0: be dark soon and they mostly come at night. Mostly. Sure, okay. She goes on to say, Hey guys, as you will have probably guessed, have get. No, sorry. The way people write sometimes
1: confuses me. (laughs) Do you want me to read it? No,
0: no, that's fine. Okay. Hey guys, as you will have probably guessed, I am a fan of the alien films and naturally other such classics like Terminator and Predator. So you can probably imagine my ex- excitement when I came across your podcast more specifically episode 5: Rise of the Pod Yes! <laughs> I really enjoy trying to think what a post <laughs> it's a bit morbid here <laughs> I really enjoy trying to think what a post-apocalyptic world would be like and what I would do to survive It seems clear to me the best option is to head for Nashcorp cue Evil Terminator music <laughs> And as you already have a pizza guy, I'd like to offer my ability to cook a mean curry and chilli as payment if you let me into your bunker basement HQ. (laughs) If it helps, I will quite happily play the Jedi music for Scott when he dies while Adam cooks pizzas and Sean becomes guilt-stricken after finding out Scott started the end of the world, all thanks to a dispatch note. (laughs) (laughs) This woman pays attention. She does. I'm impressed. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on the podcast guys don't apologise for the technical issues every podcast has them here and there I look forward to future episodes if I may just suggest a theme for next time perhaps you could add Xenomorphs and the Predator into your end of the world scenario because zombies <laughs> and
1: killer machines aren't <laughs> enough
0: yeah, okay. so. um, I know you mentioned not only zombies and Terminators and the zombie Terminator hybrid and Robocop but can you do another one with the above mentioned, or maybe just an AVP podcast and how to survive that? Uh, you guys have great voices for radio. It's not even radio, really, but hey.
1: You guys usually, actually- <laughs> usually, when people say that, it's 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 followed with, but you're fucking ugly for TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah you guys have great voices for radio keep up the good work also will at um, uh, Gareth will at Gareth RDR be back anytime soon I'll answer that now yes he will he's coming back this Monday which is the what's the date today
1: I don't know it's the 6th today's the 4th he'll be back on the 6th we're
0: the 4th now he comes back on the 6th and we're recording then so that episode will probably be up either later that week or maybe the week afterwards but now that he's got demand more than we, she's like, That's, she's like, oh, I can't wait to hear more of you guys. She just wants Gareth back. Yeah. Apparently. So maybe I'll have to get his episode up soon. No. Okay. Just don't bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll be back in time soon. Yes. Uh, P.S. Will there be any more Chinese stories soon? As the beginning of episode six almost made me wet myself.
1: Yay. I
0: also, yeah. I also want to see Chinese die hard. <laughs> Thank you again for the giggles and fantasies. Yours sincerely, Donna Houston from Vancouver,
1: oh Canada.
0: Yeah, yes.
1: So Um, how we've got over to Canada, I don't know. Take it, man. It's It's a win. Yes, Uh, I'm owning that. (laughs) Thank you very much, Donna. That was really, really kind. Yes, Um, it's nice to have, um,
0: nice to have a fan, some feedback.
1: I um, really like the idea of doing the uh, an AVP podcast. An AVP podcast. Do we do
0: like? AVP in uh, as well as what the the, the Terminator hybrid because I think that'd be an interesting spin dude I think or do we just do AVP on its own and you know what, what are we colonial marines or scientists or assholes or something and... uh,
1: yeah, what am I an asshole <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no I think we do it as um, I th- we still need to close out like oh no we, we did close it out didn't we well, we, said that we're we did do a we, sequel. yeah there was well we'd gone back we'd gone time. back in time and we fixed everything we
0: stopped the Terminator hybrid I was alive you guys were 8 years ahead of me and
1: uh, we were living on Alcatraz but it's, yeah
0: but it's still as any like the Terminator films goes it, Judgment Day still is going to happen we've
1: just postponed it. it well it could happen we haven't said that we could make the <laughs> sequel we did we did manage to stop Judgment Day we did maybe we should recoin that maybe it should be like Google Day or something
0: uh, Google Amazon Day.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, Fucking Amazon. And instead day. of instead of Judgment Day happening, the Predators and the Xenomorphs attack. <laughs> so we've averted one disaster just to walk into another one. <laughs> I like this. Okay.
0: Um, that's a great sequel to have. I wasn't expecting it to happen this soon, but uh, what better but what what better way to to kick off to start kick. 2014 rather than like to have an amazing idea like that yeah. So uh, uh and a good again a good, a good claw back to a previous episode so despite the sorry your shitty sound quality at that point because of the technical issues uh just a shitty equipment i guess at the time um now we can do it we'll get adam over at some point once uh you know uh his stuff's sorted and we'll uh, we'll do that Cool. I, I like really it. look forward to that. That's going to be good. I'm going to start prepping for that when I go to work tomorrow and tomorrow night. I'm just going to
1: be like, oh. "No, that's going to be good. I'm going and, to um, I'm going to get together a much better survival list this time. I just
0: say we need to at least match what we did last time. So, I'm going to come up with another 31 either tips or recommendations. And a fact, a useless fact. <laughs> on how to survive this, uh, we'll get Adam to come up with. Because last time his survival guide was specifically for zombies, he didn't. But it was great. It kind of balanced out. Because yours was more towards the terminators. Because you were like, oh, liquid nitrogen, and he was just like, don't get, you know, if you get bitten, tell someone.
1: And beef jerky. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> beef jerky. Yeah. So okay, let's let's pencil that one in. Then next time the three of us together that's going to be uh, that's going to be our our pod our objective Um, thanks to uh, Miss Houston or Mrs I don't know
1: thanks to Donna Donna thanks
0: Donna Vancouver Um, thank you I'm going to email them back later and say we're working on it
1: yeah please do and
0: we'll um, crack on awesome so that being said let's uh, break out for dinner (laughs) food Okay, well, hit me with uh, hit me with a new story then.
1: Okay, this is the first one. Actually, I got to thank Sarah for this because she told me about it. Um, and thank I you, thought, Sarah. Yeah, and I thought it was um, it was definitely podcast worthy. It was. Chinese to worthy. get ready
0: for any um, any impressions or anything. Well,
1: no, sadly, <laughs> when I say sadly, actually, no, sadly, this takes place in America, <laughs> so the Chinese are off the hook for today. Um, if you want to try and pull some voices or something, you can, but uh, let me I'll read the story and we'll okay. see what kind of effects you, you might decide to throw in there.
0: Sure.
1: Um, the title doesn't really give much away, so I'm not going to bury the lead. I'll tell you what it says. Uh, Seattle man arrested for loving sandwich shop a little too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How much is too much? <laughs> Ooh, you're about to find out. <laughs> Hit me. Let's do it. A man had a bizarre reaction after discovering his favourite sub-sandwich shop was closed, which resulted in his subsequent arrest.
0: (laughs) Okay. Still not giving much away. I like this. This is creeping into it.
1: It is. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Woo-woo-woo-woo. (laughs) Fucker. Lydell Coleman, 36, was desperate for a sandwich from the sub-shop in Westwood Village Shopping Centre in West Seattle on a... From that specific store. From the sub shop, yeah. In the Westwood Village Shopping Centre. It had to be that one. It did say earlier on uh, it was his favourite sub sandwich shop.
0: Fair enough, um, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, on October 24th. However, he arrived to the shop to find it closed. Dum da dum.
0: I've got to play some dramatic music now. Yes.
1: <laughs> Instead of going to find another place to eat Coleman allegedly pulled off his pants <laughs> As you do And pressed his genitals against the sub shop's front window
0: <laughs> Okay, i got to ask, why? <laughs> Maybe the story will tell us I mean, have you ever You, you go into town and you're like oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pop into game Pick up a uh, pick up the Madden game from my Xbox that I've just recently acquired. Ah, oh, the closed. I'll oh, just pull my pants down, spread my genitals or genital, into the uh, the window. Yeah, is that is that the first thing that hits your it's mind? Really then?
1: not. No, no. I mean, I would love to say that I I feel that passionate about games or movies uh, or, or a sandwich. <laughs> a sandwich. Um, I mean, I, I love I love Subway as much as the next guy, but. You know, if I went over to the uh, the new center and all the show, I went to the subway and found it was closed, I can go out on a limb and say my first reaction is not to be, you know, drop drawer and like smush stuff up against the, yeah, the cold, wet, like, windy, yeah. rainy, sopped window. No. That
0: would be bad. What's, what, where, whereabouts in America is this? Uh, this is in Seattle. Seattle, October yeah. 24th. October 24th. Go
1: Seattle! Yeah. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know where to go. Uh, (laughs) So, it gets slightly worse, (laughs) though. Oh, good. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he's he's basically, so he's he's pressed them all up against the shop window. Coleman was observed making sexual motions on the glass window that were described as humping and rubbing his genitals against the window, A Seattle police detective told the Seattle Post. (laughs) Now, I I mean, I'm, I'm wondering, like, was he turned on at the prospect of getting the sandwich, <laughs> okay. And then when he didn't get it, he was so sexually frustrated he decided to hump the window. Or is this like a form of physical Tourette's? Um, I. Um, yeah, think about it. I want an I don't answer know to how this. To answer that. Yeah, I, just I, uh, I'm give me to a think. professional yeah. opinion.
0: Um, well, it could be a sort of. I mean, I have a deck of fuck you cards. Okay. And I like to give one out daily. And I'm sure I can find one to dish out. Fuck it, we should have a a fuck you section on every podcast, I think. Where I'm just like, fuck you.
1: Um, As opposed to the... (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) Yeah, well,
0: that's just just genius. Fuck you, asshole. Um, I'm trying to think. I... I'm all up for like doing, sometimes, as much as I am scared of the all-outside world and stuff, sometimes doing something a bit freakishly out there sort of thing. is yeah, It could be um, exciting or a bit of a laugh if you're with the right crowd. But it sounds like this guy is just by himself. And he's gone to Subway. It's shut. And so he's just like, fuck you. So he just pulled his drawers down, rubbing himself into the window and that. And I'm trying to think... Okay, if you're with a crack... That sounds like something Justin Bieber would do. <laughs> <laughs> and Love it. <laughs> and and he, he's been known to do similar shit like that. That sounds like something he'd do. It sounds like a condition thing to do if you're by yourself. And I'm trying to think. I mean... I don't know what could... possess. He must have been... He must have had his, his heart and other stuff set on getting that, that subway...
1: I mean, I would hate to think what what he would have actually done if he got the sandwich. Um, Again, what he like dropped, draw, and, and, yeah. and like gone at the sandwich.
0: Yeah, a uh, sandwich wank, as it were. I don't know. I I'm I'm stumped.
1: <laughs> I, 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 I you're speechless. <laughs> I, am. It's, I very, am. it's very rare that you're, I, that you're if, speechless. If I
0: can't do it or see it in my head, I'm just I I no. I got nothing. I I I've got nothing for the table.
1: I'm I'm glad that you don't have an image in your head because yeah. when i read it i did get an image the only and
0: image i've got on my head now is that this this twat is just amoeba um rubbing his genitals into the window because he thinks he's all that and the place is closed and he thinks that by doing that maybe they might open
1: yeah this other thing as well like so there's it just closed there there's two female shop attendants or people working in there oh dear <laughs>
0: Tell me they dial nine one one. Yeah.
1: Yes. Well, no. But store store security was. I'll, I'll finish reading it very quickly and then okay, get back yeah. to what I was say. Uh, store security was notified, but Coleman fled the scene. Well, no shit.
0: <laughs>
1: he was apprehended after two women who witnessed the events assisted police. Coleman was charged with indecent exposure, <laughs> a charge he had been given in a prior incident and jailed on thirty five thousand uh, pound, sorry thirty five thousand dollar bond. Wow. Um, that's one expensive wank.
0: That is. I, I mean, do you think somebody's like gone to him and gone, was it worth it? I don't
1: know.
0: That's, that's intense. It, I it's mean, insane. But,
1: okay, so there's people working. Something
0: like, when something like that happens, don't they just do the 50 51 check thing, like pretty much straight away? And, like, because I mean, if you're doing something like that, there's obviously got to be some sort of mental instability going on that they need to be checked out to see if they're schizo or not all there or something.
1: I guess so, but I find, like, the insanity plea play a massive cop-out. Uh, yeah, I'm but, sorry. I
0: mean, I'm not... Yeah, but if... Okay, Subway's, like you said, you go... You get your heart set on a, a tuna cheese melt um, Subway. Your know, heart and... You, I mean, that's what possibly I Possibly
1: other things. It.
0: Yeah. You go to the shop, it's shut. You're like, oh, okay. And you'd be like, well... I could go to Jenny's, I could go to KFC, Burger King, Domino's, Pizza Hut, I could cook myself. There's there, there, tons of options. These are the things going through your mind, and you're like, okay, you pick one, I'll go get something else instead, or I'll go home and cook something or whatever, or I just won't eat, in, which would be my options. Yeah. And, um, you know, your first instinct or impulse or the first thing you actually do is not to just drop your pants and just like start rubbing yourself up against the doorway window whilst there's women workers inside and God knows who may be wandering around outside. That is that is a mental thing. I mean, I agree with the cop-out when it's like, I don't know, a, a wife shot a husband who just happened to be cheating on her but she can't remember doing it so she plays the, uh, oh, uh, I've forgotten uh, cop-out thing or the the... What did, you, what did you say it was? the um, Insanity plea. Yeah. yeah. What, I mean, yeah, fuck that. I mean, depending on the case and stuff, I'm not going to wipe that off the table <laughs> completely. But yeah, sure, it does happen. But when it comes to just going to a shop to buy something, shop's closed. You start rubbing your genitals against the door window. I'm going to, my first instinct, especially when I see that, and also when I hear about it, I'm going to say that guy's not completely there.
1: No, I agree. He's not completely there.
0: Yeah, so it needs to be checked out.
1: He just needs, Maybe something needs to be done with him. Yeah, well. I agree with that. Put yourself Where in that situation. when you need him
0: <laughs>
1: Put yourself in that situation, not the guy doing it. Okay, not not <laughs> not, not the rubber, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The the rubby. So that if you're in the sh- you're in the shop and you're witnessing this, <laughs> this gets
0: better and better.
1: You're in the shop and you witness this. Yes. I know the first thing that I would do.
0: Get your phone out, film it?
1: No. Oh, God, no. I do not want a fucking memory of that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But what's the first thing you would do?
0: I would... um, I'd probably... I'd probably call for assistance of some sort, like either some sort of security or place type thing, um, because... I'm thinking, like, if this person is, like, crazy enough to be, like, half nude and rubbing themselves and their, you know, their balls deep in the door, I'm going to, I'm not going to, like, just be like, right, let's go home and then go and try and open the door while that's going on and go out. Or, you know, in most places you can't, uh, you can't just, like, sneak out the back or whatever. you got to set alarms and stuff. There's procedures. And it's not like in the movies where it's that easy. There's procedures and shit to follow. So... Um yeah and I, I would I, I'm that scared of like everything as you know something like that would scare me because I'm like if he this guy's got the balls literally to just drop his <laughs> shit and just be rubbing them up against the door window what else is he going to do if I open the door is he going to like stab me with his shit or is he going to I don't know if I that just
1: blows your mind it does it
0: worries me okay. I, I would have to call for assistance I mean if I well to be fair if I had a Tough crowd with me. Um, sure, I'd be like, alright, go swim out. I'd be like, Moja, go go swim out or Kev, go suck his dick or something. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Kev. <laughs> Anything that gets me
1: away <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you <laughs> Um Okay, well while you while you run off and call the police, yes. I would have an overwhelming urge to go over and hit the window as hard as I could right where he decided to to smash his junk up against oh, it. that's a good idea. Yeah, you know, like a good kick or elbow or... But doesn't th- he see this coming? The guy is rubbing his nuts up against the <laughs> okay. window. I'm pretty sure... He's got his eyes closed, you think? He's either like, got his oh, eyes yeah. closed or he's got his eyes on the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But... um, yeah. Or if I couldn't get close enough, throw something at it. Hopefully my aim is good enough, but I would, I would probably, at the risk of getting arrested when the police show up, want to do something to maybe cause a little bit of physical pain for me having to have witnessed <laughs> that. I mean, Jesus fuck. Okay. That's messed up. <laughs> it is. It really is. Okay. Okay. So I don't think there's much more to be said about that. Um, but please. If you ever want to sandwich that badly, just go home and fucking, <laughs> just go home and fucking make it. Yeah.
0: Um. Man, that's, that's intense. I, t- I honestly, I can ah uh, No. <laughs> i got nothing. Cool. I'm going to just leave you with that,
1: and um, hopefully you don't have any nightmares. Oh,
0: man. My, um, I'm just thinking, like, at this point. My thing that I've got is... It's, I doubt we'll have many laughs about it, so it's, like, borderline depressing. Shall I hit mine and then, like, leave you to pick us up with a couple of other new stories? With another, yeah. yeah,
1: of course. I'll try and whistle through mine uh, pretty quickly. No, don't, don't rush it, dude, unless I, it really is that depressing. <laughs> It could be. Oh,
0: shit. I, just, it's, it's, I found. I mean, it's not for everybody, but I just found it really interesting. And because I, my parents found they came across this thing on Netflix the other day, which I'd already seen, and so I got talking to them about it. And then during one of my sleepless nights, I got just like looking into things. Um, you know, one internet page led to another, and before I knew it, I was um, reading again about the Empire State Building which I'd been meaning to bring up in conversation I can't remember if we've already talked about it no somewhere. we haven't ok right this is brilliant then. <laughs> <laughs> is it not depressing oh, anymore <laughs> no it still is shit it's just like a couple of like random facts about the Empire State Building that I'm sure a lot of people don't know probably don't want to know because it's um,
1: some shit some shit that should not be okay. but is this, um, is this stuff that's going to turn my shit white
0: <laughs> it might be um probably yes. It's there was an incident and I don't know why but I have this morbid curiosity. And when I was story this it's one of those things like you know when you start reading a story or you see someone on TV and it could be for example to do with um some tragic incident where lots of people die or whatever but you just you can't turn away from it. You've got to carry on reading or finish Watching whatever documentary it is or whatever, and it's it's something morbid about it. You well, know? I
1: think for you it's a morbid curiosity. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's the eternal optimist. I'm just like, this is such <laughs> a horrific thing. Please let me see one person walk out of there alive. <laughs> yeah, I can see
0: that. <laughs> I'll agree with that. Come on. Yeah, there's something morbid, um, and it's weird because I can I can read about these things and because. As we've mentioned before, I've got such an overactive imagination that it scares... Of course, naturally. It scares myself when I read these things because I like, kind of see it happening in my head. And it's almost as bad... I don't know if... This is where it all gets fucked up. I don't know if you've ever had... Time, this is where it gets fucked yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had one of these sort of dreams where... Um, you're not aware. It seems real at the time, as dreams often do. You don't. You're not aware of it at the time. Yeah. But you see something tragic happen, like somebody jumps out of a building or something and falls to their death, basically, or um, or it could even be a baby falls off a shelf. Something really random like that in the dream. Yes. Okay. Yeah, in the dream. But you see it happening in a dream, but it. You don't know that you're dreaming. So obviously, as it happens, you see something that graphic and intense that it. You know it gives you that shock of like oh my god and you're like a fucking someone's just died in front of my eyes because of you know i mean you don't even question the logistics of it it's like what the fuck is a baby doing on a shelf in this fucking warehouse anyway but it's just there you accept it it falls off it lands in a crumpled heap breaking its neck and stuff as it happens and you see this and it's like holy shit as if it actually happened and then but to the point that when you wake up it's like had that much of an impact that you still wake up thinking like that may have happened or it did happen and uh, I've been known to have a dream not all the time of babies falling off shelves but lots but of shit that happens yeah where I've been affected for days and I can be like really quiet not like I don't I don't like to use the word depressed too much because obviously the, the whole depression thing is a thing so I'm down got the blues <laughs> yeah and feeling upset and whatnot because it's had that much of an impact where it seemed so real that sometimes it takes me a few days to shake that off and be like it wasn't real it's just in my head yeah and then when i'm thinking i'm like well is it just in my head or did i see that maybe when i was younger and i've blocked it out and it's coming through again my my head's a mess <laughs> okay um i don't know where we got all that from but yeah empire State. trying to follow you dude i i
1: God, I'm sorry, I got That's a
0: little far. bit lost there. <laughs> I'll just uh, hear some stuff. Did you know a plane crashed
1: into the Empire State Building? I did. Oh, okay. It was a B-52. I want to say it was some sort of a bomber. It was a oh, big plane there. You
0: want me to move on to the next thing there? Statue of Liberty.
1: <laughs> sorry, dude. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's
0: right. I'm sure it brought this no, up don't... in the conversation, like um... when the... um. You possibly know. yeah that might have been one of the things like subconsciously that like got me triggered like thinking, and thinking looking about into this sort of shit yeah because so. I'm sure
1: I'm sure many years ago we spoke about it um after um 9-11 um mm. and sadly I was I don't know commenting on something and uh, saying basically that the, the structure the, the the construction and the structural integrity of the Empire State Building was better than the Twin Towers Twitter, yeah yeah because a plane had flown into it and the thing is still standing yeah 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 that's yeah well I think um but I will hold my hand up and say I was probably drunk at the time when I said this shit so
0: yeah but you might I mean there's there's so many things to like take into consideration like I think just the the way the Empire State Building is like just built the design of it alone compared to Twin Towers is obviously completely different so just from a non uh, architectural architectural. yes thank you well done thank you (laughs) point of view I was worried not because normally I can say that but I was like I've had a few drinks now so I don't know <laughs> I, I, conglomerations oh yes thank you for that round of applause <laughs> um, what was I saying <laughs> oh yeah the architectural design it looks the Empire State Building looks like from my point of view which is not valid at all when it comes to this sort of science looks more stable but then you've got to take into consideration the kind of plane that crashed into the Empire State Building versus the like the 747s or whatever they were that crashed into um, Twin Towers
1: yeah but Also, also I think intent has to be taken into consideration like if you accidentally sounds really silly but you accidentally crashed a plane into the Empire State Building yeah. you probably swore over at the last minute you realised holy fuck I'm in the yeah. wrong place well, still. whereas the Empire State Building damage it, it, was
0: still done though it was I mean I think it's a little underrated but it seems quite extensive for my well in my head when I saw this happen <laughs> when I read it um, it says here at 9.40am on Saturday July 28th 1945 a B-25 Mitchell bomber I was right
1: there was a you said, well,
0: you said B-52 but I did be B-25 I only got the two numbers mixed around yeah, I g- Okay, I'll give you a point for almost getting it right it was a B-something yeah bomber bomber <laughs> which yeah, yeah uh, piloted in thick fog by Lieutenant Colonel William Franklin Smith Jr oh. who forevermore probably never lived the day down well uh, certainly not <laughs> uh, crashed into the north side of the Empire State Building between the 79th and the 80th floors where the offices of the National Catholic Welfare Council were located. Oh, well.
1: I'm going to go out on a limb and say he might have had to go to confession a few times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I said... Um, uh, or he didn't say it because
0: he crashed it, but... Did he survive it? No. No, <laughs> okay, so, he didn't, so... No, he's sadly not. This uh, this progr- I mean... I don't know why I thought he survived it. It's a sad thing, because, I mean, obviously during the war, fog... I'm guessing. I don't know. It doesn't obviously. At this point, this this um, this uh, year, I guess there was no not enough um, science and shit to go through and be like, well, his instruments were malfunctioning. He should have been higher or lower, or maybe the lights in the Empire State Building weren't blinking. Whatever they do, and
1: he probably had. Um, is it an altimeter? Is that the one that measures your altitude? Yes. Probably. Uh, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I think. Somebody, it makes some, sense, somebody can it? somebody can tweet in or email in and correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, I think Donna, it's, please help us. Um, <laughs> you seem knowledgeable. At that, yeah, at I think so. Which would have said the the altitude, but yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with like visual recognition.
0: Unless he like left like early on, like at the beginning of the war in the late 30s or whatever, to go help Britain, and then he was flying back and he didn't realize that they were building this monstrosity of a building. I say monstrosity, but with all. The respect involved because it's, it's a. I love the look of it. I'd love to think that going to America, I would go up it, but it scares me. <laughs> it's a
1: heights thing. We'll we'll get you. We'll we'll yeah. get you to go up there. Um. So sorry. Yeah. He. So he crashed into the. the yes. The
0: north side. Um. Yeah. He crashed into the north side between 79th and 80th floor. Uh. One engine shot through the side opposite the impact and flew as far as the next block. Holy fuck. Yeah, I mean, that's quite far. That's pretty much, like... What's the English equivalent? Is that, like, the next street? No. I mean, a block's, like... Because it, it's, it's, like, done in square footage, isn't it? Uh,
1: I, I don't... I mean, I don't know the size of a block. and
0: But it's all it's all very, like... Done in, America's done in grids, isn't it? And, like, one... It's really hard to explain. But it it went far. Yeah, yeah. have yeah. they? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yes, yeah, so it went as far as the next block where it landed on the roof of a nearby building, starting a fire that destroyed a penthouse.
1: Oh, poor penthouse.
0: Yep. The other engine and part of the landing gear plummeted down an elevator shaft. The resulting fire was extinguished in 14 minutes. 14 or 40? 14. Ah, uh, sorry, 40. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have, like, <laughs> fire crews on standby just in case. Well, they should have. Yeah, you would think, yeah. Land from, yeah. 40 minutes Uh, 14 people were killed in the accident this is where it gets interesting I love this bit it's only one sentence but elevator operator Betty uh, Lou I think it is Betty Lou Oliver survived a plunge of 75 stories inside an elevator epic (laughs) yes Epic props to that lady. Yeah. Um, which still stands as the Guinness World Record for the longest survived elevator fall recorded.
1: I... Okay. i got to say one thing right there. Yes. People record these things. Yeah. Epic, epic <laughs> props to the, the woman survivor. Uh, yeah. Betty. Yeah. Our elevator falls that common that they actually make it <laughs> into the Guinness Book of World Records. Wow. Well, I don't know. I mean, it seems... I was going to say to you, like, when we get to the Empire State Building, when we go to the States, we just have to get you in the elevator to go up. But now you've read this story, you're going to be like, nope. Nope. No, I'll walk up. That's fine.
0: I'll happily go up the stairs, like you, Ghostbusters style. I'll go up 70 you've 80 got, flights of stairs. You've got
1: more chance of dying of a heart attack <laughs> going up the fucking stairs. That's
0: fine. I'll take that. I'm not afraid of that. Um, yeah, I'm afraid of everything else. But that's fine. But, I mean, can you imagine 75 fucking floors? I mean... I'd like to think, I mean, there's, not a, there's not any more information from that, but I'd like to think you get the, when the elevators drop, they've got the, the backup things that they clamp onto the cables that try and slow the elevator down. Yeah, but don't forget, this is
1: 1945, I don't know yeah, how. Yeah, I
0: mean, that's the thing, I'd like to think that maybe in my head, that maybe there was some sort of mechanism like that that helped prevent or you know, help slow it down. Therefore, that's why she. Because I mean, she fell anybody who falls seventy-five floors. I can't imagine without any kind of mechanism that helps slow the elevator down. I can't imagine how that you'd survive that. Maybe, maybe by the time you hit, I mean, seventy-five floors in an elevator that weighs a lot. Um, I know, she probably would have hit terminal velocity. Surely. <laughs> I am serious, and don't call me Shirley.
1: I don't know to be to to honestly answer your question,
0: um, Donna. Can you? Uh, Look, you're really insightful. Email us. A research us. assistant.
1: <laughs> um, maybe. Um, I'm just wondering, like, maybe she survived it because, like, as they, maybe she was watching the... I was going to say digital display, but they didn't exist back then. Nope. So some sort of an indicator that says that you were passing, you know, down the floors. <laughs> and then just before she hit one, she jumped. <laughs> See? Now, in my head, this seems like it should work, right? Because... Why not? As you
0: jump, the elevator crashes. And then you then land. You, yeah, you land because you just jumped off. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Am I crazy <laughs> again? It seems it, like it should
1: work. It's I think it's something that would work in like a, um, a Roadrunner cartoon.
0: Yeah.
1: In reality... I
0: mean, you're jumping against the velocity that you're going against. I don't
1: know. I, I wouldn't try uh, to... I wouldn't try to figure it out and see if it is actually true but in my head I'm with you it's All logical right. uh, okay I like
0: okay. this um okay I'm gonna go a little bit darker now shit oh yeah so I just say um just um to make it really feel a little bit better just say a year later another aircraft narrowly missed striking the building <laughs>
1: okay
0: oh yeah and also um uh, the the crash, the actual crash, helped spur the passage of the long-pending Federal Tort Claims Act of 1946, as well as the insertion of retroactive provisions into the law allowing people to sue the government for the accident. So, I guess the the, the families of the 14 people uh, killed managed to get some compensation. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, obviously, without all of that, they'd have got nothing, and you know, people. At, I know people have been dying for years without compensation, but that's got to be like something, right? Yeah, I'm going
1: to not comment on that.
0: I, 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 yeah. you I can, mean, g- you can just give me two sides of the story, which both have the same answer. No, that's <laughs> all right.
1: People got some money out of it. Good for them. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, And this is after this, this is where you get to bring it up with your new story. So, Okay. I, suicide attempts. <laughs> I, mean, don't how, know, okay. I don't know how much you know about this, but over the years... Chinese. Uh, oh, I wouldn't have oh it's a tall building <laughs> oh he dead oh I can't woo woo woo, woo. <laughs> oh he dead <laughs> uh, um, over the years more than 30 people have attempted suicide most successfully <laughs> by jumping from the upper parts of the building the first what
1: the hell was that somebody closed a car door oh okay and right on they just did it again and again and now they're done alright
0: lost my train of thought the first suicide occurred even before its completion by a worker who has been laid off or who had been laid off sorry
1: sorry wait it was completed it was uh, it was what before uh, over the years more than 30 people have tried
0: to commit suicide mostly uh, (laughs) successfully mostly by (laughs) by jumping from the upper parts of the building the first suicide occurred even before its completion by a worker who had been laid oh, off before the completion S- of the building. Yeah, so this okay. is when, when, the, when, yeah, so when the dogs take Manhattan and they employed the workers to build the building, they laid off some of them, and this guy just couldn't take it. Yeah. So, I,
1: I honestly, when I first heard that, as the 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 first suicide was completed <laughs> before its conclusion, like <laughs> like he died before he actually committed suicide.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that would be yeah, like a mind twister for you, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's, um, that's fucking depressing dude yeah the fence around the observatory terrace was put up in 1947 after five people tried to jump during a three week span I've seen the fence
1: I know yeah, the fence quite high you can if, still jump over it what
0: well you'd have to climb it a little bit but you can still get over it well when I went there why doesn't it go up and over uh,
1: I, no I don't know wait which fence be. are they talking about the one on the observatory deck. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, last time I went there was like Prospect's glass, quite thick glass. And didn't oh, really? I? You can't fucking climb over to it.
0: It's probably glass now, that makes sense.
1: Well, I mean, I went there oh, yeah, cause, yeah that 10, 12, no, not even that. Fucking 20 years ago.
0: Oh. Oh. Old. Do you want some dramatic music? Yeah, please do. Like?
1: Um, do you want some sad hulk music? No, I want the um, Imperial March music.
0: That's more of an entrance type thing, isn't it? That thats is not it? Um, because, uh, yeah, 20 years ago. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Unless you're going to have like, a flashback moment. That's fine.
1: No <laughs> no dramatic music. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, but it was, it was a long time ago. You can fucking climb over that. Well, I, I don't know what the fence would have been like. I guess so. Well, they did. What, they climbed over the fence? Back then, yeah. <laughs>
0: not now, I don't think. Well, let's go on. On May 1st, 1947, 23-year-old Evelyn McHale leapt to her death from the 86th floor observation deck and landed on a limousine parked at the curb. Uh, Photography student Robert Wiles uh, took a photo of McHale's oddly intact corpse a few minutes after her death. The police found a suicide note among possessions she left on the observation deck. Uh, Quotations, he is much better off without me. I wouldn't make a good wife for anybody. Uh, this is somebody with some low self-esteem issues. Uh, the photo ran in May 12th, 1947 edition of Life magazine. I enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and is often referred to as the most beautiful suicide. I don't know why. Oh, that sounds so it. disturbing, isn't it? Oh, I'm going to cry, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was later used by visual artist Andy Warhol in one of his prints entitled Suicide. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Naturally. That was inventive. Yeah, in December 1943, an ex United States Navy gunner's mate, William Lloyd Rambo, jumped to his death, landing amidst Christmas shoppers on the street below. Bah, fucking humbug! This is where I miss like Adam because he'd be able to do a great Rambo impression <laughs> just because of the name. Right, gonna jump to my death. <laughs> um. Come on, the Chinese guy really, it's like a, a tradition coming now. He's like It's Christmas, gotta jump. No more shopping <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah. Hello, Yippica Yeah.
0: Only one person has jumped from the upper observatory. On November third, nineteen thirty two, Frederick Eckert of Astoria, ran past a guard in the enclosed hundred and second floor gallery and jumped a gate leading to an outdoor catwalk. Eckert's body landed on the roof of the eighty sixth floor, <laughs> observation promenade. So the guy didn't even make it all the way down. No, he jumped on the hundred and second landed on the eighty sixth. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Did he survive? Uh it doesn't say. I'm probably gonna it's quite a drop still, so I'm gonna
1: say no. That's almost thirty stories. So he 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 ran by a guard. Yep. Jumped up gate. Yep. Leapt off the building. Yep. That's some determination. It is, right? Why couldn't you just take that determination and apply it to life? Yeah,
0: man. I mean, just, yeah. You would think. <laughs> but apparently it's not that simple. Two people have survived jumps in both cases by not managing to fall more than a floor. <laughs> this is where well, I do pick it up a little bit. <laughs> On December 2nd, 1979, Alvita Adams jumped from the 86th floor, only to be blown back onto the 85th floor by a gust of wind. Oh,
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> and left with a broken hip. <laughs> Can you imagine? She's like, I'm going to end it all. Jumps off, blown back in by
1: a gust of wind. Ah, oh, that's epic. Epic fail. Uh um, Please tell me that the second <laughs> attempt was her again. <laughs> <laughs> be
0: saying. I think after these sort of um, instances, they, they must have taken it as a sign and been like, it's not my time yet. And maybe hopefully they had a, a whole new perspective on life and they were like, what the fuck am I doing? Um, yeah, on April 25th, 2013, a man who was presumed... Whoa. Yeah, okay. last year. A man who was presumed to have jumped fell from the 86th floor observation deck but landed alive on an 85th floor ledge where security guards managed to bring him inside he suffered only minor injuries so I mean again in this day and age he probably would have said if or they would have figured out if there was some foul play involved but obviously they're saying that there wasn't so they're saying they tried to jump he obviously maybe at the last minute was like what the fuck am I doing luckily landed on the 85th floor ledge because let's face it if he was that committed he would have just pushed himself off the ledge right yeah he would have landed and then he would just yeah, yeah. rolled off or uh, but he was just like what the fuck am I doing and the security guards pulled him up I mean, it's not like they were just there and they were like oh hey and just yeah, pulled him up yeah they
1: were just on a cigarette break
0: yeah so that's um, there's a bit of useless information for you go tell your friends i got one more thing for you. Yeah, is, this, is, this, is the next one also depressing? It's not depressing as it is like something that you would expect to see in an old American movie, but actually happened. And it's titled Shootings. <laughs> right, uh, Two major shooting incidents have occurred at or in front of the Empire State Building. Um, I'm not going to go... Th- I'm not going to mention the the depressing one. Uh, this this captured my imagination in a a morbid kind of way because, like, what the fuck? That was my reaction when I read this. Um, on August, uh, is that the one? Yeah, on August twenty fourth, two thousand and twelve, at about nine a.m. EDT, which is east, I guessing east,
1: EDT, uh, something Eastern something time, Eastern dimension, division,
0: dexterity. Um, dumbfounded <laughs>
1: deluded uh, I don't, I'm, trying, I'm actually trying to think of okay. what it is uh, division eastern deployment is, depravity because it,
0: it, cause it is divided from eastern west isn't it so could it be eastern no it couldn't be division uh, fuck Donna it, whatever. Me, like, <laughs> look into this and get back to us we're, we're not coming up across <laughs> the most intelligent people <laughs> no. here anyway, uh, yeah, 9am EDT on the sidewalk of the 5th Avenue side of the building a gunman shot and killed a former co-worker from a workplace that had laid him off in 2011 so I don't know I guess he was like you know, oh hey um, I know you laid me off but do you want to go to Empire State Building have a look around he's like
1: yeah sure then he goes up and shoots him maybe he got laid off from a job inside the Empire State Building
0: that would make more sense when two police officers confronted the gunman, I'm going to say one T.J. Hooker. Okay. The other one, I'm not too sure about. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. When two police officers confronted the gunman, 58-year-old Jeffrey T. Johnson, uh, he aimed his fire at, sorry, firearm at them. They responded by firing 16 shots at Johnson, oh, and they missed every one of them. Uh, killing him but also wounding nine bystanders. Jesus, (laughs) fuck. Most of whom were hit by fragments, although three took direct hits from stray bullets. I mean, 16 rounds between two police officers. That's, let's say, on average, but obviously, that's eight shots apiece. One man raises his gun. Do you need, you and your partner need to fire eight slugs each into this one guy to put him down whilst there's obviously people stood around him as well? Um, I know I mean if it don't, don't was 1940s again I could understand it, but this was 2012 when are they not like trained where like okay if you're in that position fine shoot go for the kill don't fucking spray fucking bullets everywhere I mean am I wrong no not not at all New um, York's finest I mean I love New York it's the police department I, I gave them donations a
1: couple of years back
0: yeah and when we visit later on
1: this year yeah um, <laughs> please continue to serve and protect
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I um yeah, and I I donated um to something to do with their their police department. They were doing something, and I, I gave them some cash. for what it was worth. That's very very kind right of you. Yeah, thanks. Um, but I just I when I read this, I was, I was baffled because I don't know. I mean, I, I would okay. I just saw this like adrenaline. guy maybe doing a, a doing a chain gun shuffle, and they were like just kept on firing because he just wouldn't go down. Because he kept shuffling back. <laughs> maybe I don't know.
1: It's pff, it okay. I would say a somebody needs to revisit the, the firing range because
0: <laughs> but again like in that scenario the, the, police officers are trained are they not like in that scenario even with people around especially when people are around like if someone's got a firearm of some sort and it looks like they're about to use it for lethal force i like on them or someone else are they not trained to go for the kill shot
1: i, I honestly don't know no,
0: none of this like go for the arm or the leg or whatever just literally the chest head but no, they decided to plough sixteen bullets between the two of them into this one guy, and injuring nine bystanders. Who, to be fair, probably shouldn't have been there. But unless they were like being held against their will, which it didn't say. Well, I, I. Uh, you know what? Well,
1: we should research this. Okay, <laughs> make a, should make a, we look a, into this and and and, and make a, make a movie out of it? <laughs> <laughs> I. I, I I'm okay, I had you speechless with the genital rubbing sandwich lover. You got me speechless with the <laughs> Oh, we're one for one. <laughs> you see it in movies like when SWAT descend on Yeah you know, a gunman or the, the bad guy or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And he like raises his gun to shoot at him. Yeah. Okay. And you got like sixteen people with like automatic machine guns. Yeah. They just riddle and all the bullets. Of them fucking, all of them let yeah. rip. Yeah. First yeah. off. And then yeah, they do the whole <laughs> The chain gun the, shuffle. The chain gun <laughs> shuffle. Um you you see very little in the way of blood. Yes. Not much in the way of bullet holes. Yet yeah. I'm gonna go out and guess or I go on a limb and say, like in those scenarios, he's gotta get hit by at least a hundred rounds if everyone is firing semi automatics definitely yeah. um, and, yeah. there should be nothing left of the torso no you know th- with that much very
0: much like it was in um, I mean well just a, a little perspective um, have you seen The Last Stand yes you remember when, uh, when, the, when the school bus pulls up and I need to start shooting him with that fucking Nazi killer yeah and one guy gets torn in half yeah because of that and that's just like one one old style gun shooting like okay a lot of rounds per minute yeah I'm sure but yeah, that many rounds hitting somebody uh, from the normal distance that you see in films and whatnot. Even if it's not, even if they're not all shooting obviously at obviously the same spot, that they should get cut to pieces. I, mean, I can appreciate why they don't show that graphically because then that changes the whole because um, of the censorship. That changes the ratings, which. Are more, like, flexible and shit in America than over here. Over here, it's very standard, like, 12, 15, 18. Over there, it's, like, you know, uh, PG-NC-13 and yeah, NC-17. PG-PG-13. Oh, I see.
1: No, it's not that different. PG, Is not? PG-PG-13. Oh,
0: what, what am I, an asshole? Yes, yes you are. Apparently.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, anywho, I, I'm going to take a... Ironically, off your shooting. Yeah, man, hit no. me. I want to giggle
0: again. Give me okay. a giggle.
1: Well, this is uh, this is just a good segue. So I'm taking you off your shooting incidents. Yes. Into another shooting. incident. Into another shooting incident. Oh, I like this. Okay. I'm excited. Okay, so. Uh, you ready for this? I'm I'm, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do the title. Okay. Because it gives it away right away. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hit me. Officials in San Francisco
0: All are right. saying
1: that a 16-year-old thief who was killed after. Sorry, was killed earlier this month. was was fatally shot when a bullet fired by an accomplice ricocheted off their victim's face. Okay. Yes. Um. I'm sorry. I got a little distracted with the
0: amount of times they said "killed" and "fatally" and you know, <laughs> oh, "shot." <him>. Okay. <laughs> but I, I, I got, I got an image in my head. Yeah. Um, of a bullet
1: that's ricocheted off someone's face. Yes. Okay. The details about the death of 16-year-old Clifton Chapman. Ah, were released at the same time police were announcing that they had another 16-year-old in custody on suspicion of murder and attempted robbery. Is this a gang thing? Mm, I'll get to it. Okay. (laughs) During the incident, police say a group of thieves converged on the victim around 11 p.m. in Almany Public Housing Complex. The suspect took the victim's cell phone and then one of them pulled out a gun. Even though the victim complied with the alleged thieves' demands... I love when they say alleged, although they've already
0: they've already assessed that
1: that's what's happened they've already assessed (laughs) that they took his cell phone (laughs) (laughs) anyway um, even though the victim complied with the alleged thief's demands a shot was still fired police say the bullet ricocheted off the victim's face and fatally wounded Chapman, the teen was pronounced dead at the scene (laughs) the victim of the robbery was hospitalized and expected to survive (laughs) does she or he get his phone back (laughs) it doesn't say (laughs) Police are still looking for additional suspects. Um, that caught my attention. Well, purely because the the title says "Mugger Dies After Bullet Ricochets Off Victim's Face." Wow! Now that to me is the beginning of a superhero.
0: Absolutely. You know, I mean, oh, dude, yeah. I mean, is is there any like, is there definitive proof that this guy, you know, where the shot came from, like what gun was it? The gun that he had that. Misfired or
1: um, went wrong, or did, well it says is a, it group, a different shooter. It says there's a group. Of, so I, okay, it says a group of thieves. But from what I'm getting for this, there's at least two people
0: hmm.
1: who were mugging somebody else. Um, one of the muggers takes out a gun, fires at the victim. It ricochets off his face and it hits the other thief yeah. and kills him.
0: Fucking out. And then that guy just like what splits.
1: I, um. I, I, you know, he probably stands there going, How the fuck did that happen? Yeah. This is a fucking superhero. I'm out of here. Yeah, no shit. Or just puts the gun on and be like, Alright, you know, here's your cell phone back. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Um,
0: fucking hell. What do you do?
1: Well, well, you're, you're, you're
0: the guy that shot the round. You just, you know, I go down because I, I, I always end up being the one that dies for some reason.
1: So we're, so we're, we're moving somebody the, else. Yeah, we're the bad
0: guys in this movie. Uh, uh, you shoot the person that I'm like, just slightly behind them or whatever. You go to shoot them. The bullet bounces off their head, hits me. I go down. I'm dead. And uh, you can play some Jedi music later. Okay. While I'm burning. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? Do you are you literally just like holy shit? Like the to... Fuck are you made of? What okay. You run.
1: Or? Uh, drop the gun
0: and run. Drop the gun. You're not going to run and then ditch the gun because the shot came from your gun. So it's going to have your prints on it.
1: <sighs> I don't. I don't know. That that should I should be a cop. I don't know that I was
0: would... I'm like the fool. I like, dropped his gun. Get some print analysis. Oh, he lives over here. Let's go pick
1: him up. I don't know that I would be in any fit state of mind to make like a rational decision how you keeping the gun. I'm sure there will be running involved in it. Okay. Um, for all I know, it could be like a Terminator robot, which is why it's ricocheted really straight off the face. Ooh. You know, in which case, it's just going to attack me, kill me. I'm done for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shish kebab. <laughs> But indeed man yeah I, w- I would i would i would be stumped, I'd be dumbfounded, and I'd, yeah, I would probably run wow it would it would that is intense, that's, that's insane, I mean, um, I'm mean, okay now let's let's say you were the 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 recipient of said bullet, and
0: I was I just put myself, no, scenario. no, no, no,
1: and it ricocheted off
0: your face off oh, my oh, I think I'm Wolverine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Do you start looking for the claws like, right away? Yeah. I'm just like, I'm invincible and start cutting myself to see if I heal quicker, which I don't. And then you die. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so the whole ricochet was worthless. Uh, um I would probably have a a sudden like newfound respect for life and stuff, which I've got to be honest, I have, considering again, what I've been through. But it doesn't sound like I have or do because I'm still, I'm scared of everything, and it doesn't sound like I'm exciting whatsoever, which I'm not. But I do have a uh, a different outlook on on things completely. So, and I I imagine that's that's the sort of like uh, difference that I'd have. Now, if I already have all that, and then I get shot, and this fucking bullet bounces off my head. I'm going to start being like that's it I'm going on a holiday put me off every single flight you can <laughs> fuck it I'm just going to go all out you know nothing can
1: stop me at this point so all your fears just go out the window
0: uh, well probably not out the window but I'm going to I'll be at this point I'm like
1: you're going to start how many times
0: things? yeah how many times can I escape death before it finally catches up with me so I may as well just start going out and just throw myself out there and trying to live a little bit
1: cool yeah as you, know, as, as you Guys, call it. Is this is this um, in your case? Is this the um, the the um, origin story of a hero, <laughs> or the origin story of a villain? Ooh, um, oh, I've always wanted
0: to be the villain. I've always wanted to be the bad guy. Um,
1: or is it the origin story of vigilante? I th- um, and technically a vigilante can be, can be either or, really. Well, for
0: the purpose of this comic book i'm gonna go with villain oh yes because i was already scared of everything and then you know almost died a couple of times and then to like get shot you know for for nothing somebody wants to mug me i've offered them my phone i've said here take it and some guy like pulp fiction style maybe he was just, he was just muttering away but for whatever reason his has gone off it's hit me bounced off my skull which is, to be fair, thick enough, and it's (laughs) hit some guy behind me or something, it's killed him. The other guy, you know, you drop your gun and run for some reason. I'm, sure, for a little while I'd have that outlook on life where I'd be like, wow, I'm missing on so much. But then I'd be like, you know what, fuck this. And fuck, I'm I'm playing the whole fuck you deck, let alone one card. Because I'd be like, you know, you go through all this shit left, right and centre just to have some fucking cunt come along and try and shoot you when you're already being cooperative and shit I'd be like fuck that so first of all I'd go take them out
1: I'd find you that's run away okay so I'm done for yeah I'm, I'm dead
0: uh, I, I'd go and,
1: and sort you out and then just carry on okay so you become a are you a villain that you just so you are you just killing bad guys because in that case you're just a vigilante or you just start oh, off goodness. with killing the one that shot do, you I think I would do both so you basically you do, you're an equal opportunity something I was. There was a word that I was looking villain. for. Villain, <laughs> an equal opportunity um, sadist.
0: I yeah. I mean, cause I, I'd be. I think at this point, based on my experiences and who I am, shit this happen and, and stuff, that I'd probably be a bit like, maybe a bit uh, not like a schizo at this point, maybe. So it's like, obviously, you might need some. Minions, some thugs to go and do some lackey work for you but uh, very much like the Joker in Dark Knight once I'm done with it I'd have no qualms like getting rid of them putting them down and getting a new bunch and uh, but more so with like the heroes and stuff because I'd be like you know where the fuck were you when this shit was happening to me you know this, this happens because of you and then I'd play mind games with them and kill them and stuff I'd okay. just cause
1: as much chaos as I could why not? alright or All because of one bullet. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Cool. I, I, I don't have anything else to really say there. You summed that up. Oh, okay. Is that... <laughs> well, that's the second one.
0: Oh, I, like, I like this. I, I, love, I love
1: always having more. I was going to end with that story, but your shooting incident obviously led into that perfectly. So we're going to move uh, away from uh, shop windows and uh, uh, away from bulletproof muggers (laughs) and we're going to move to um, the right to remain silent okay Okay. when it comes to post arrest statements the omissions made by Texan man busted for having sex with a horse are a good reminder (laughs) why suspects should take advantage of their right to remain silent
0: (laughs) oh my god it's one of those fucking storylines again okay um, so you had me like man fucking horse can you uh, repeat that yeah yeah please
1: okay when it comes to post arrest statements the admissions made by a texas man busted for having sex That's with a amazing. horse amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh shit am I actually going to make it through the first paragraph <laughs> I don't know uh. <laughs> Basically, okay, this fucking guy <laughs> should have taken advantage of the right to remain silent after he was caught having sex with a horse. But he did not. But he did not, I'm guessing. <laughs> in a statement given to... <laughs> oh, I'm uh, sorry. In a statement given to a sergeant uh, with the Wharton, yeah, Wharton County Sheriff's Office, Andrew Mendoza, 29, waived his assorted rights and told a late night encou- untold of a late-night encounter with a, with a brown horse. You have to be specific about the colour of the horse. Absolutely. Well, it's just be racist not to. True. Plus, Andrew Mendoza sounds like he might be of uh, Latin origin, so a brown horse makes sense. Um, Mendoza, who had been waiting... <laughs> Sorry. Mendoza,
0: yeah. what what kind of name is that? You know, where, whereabouts are you from if you're called Mendoza? Uh,
1: I would initially think Mexican, but I could be wrong. Oh, I can't do Mexican accents.
0: They always come across Spanish
1: can do Spanish accents I, they always come across French
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can do like a little bit of Spanish but I'm just I, I, I'm trying to because um, I like doing accents and impressions and stuff and um, every time I see or I hear like Mexican on TV and stuff I try it's really hard to pick up and I can do accents and stuff but Mexicans troubling at
1: the moment all right well how about we work on that and maybe next episode you bring it in let's do it yeah okay, okay. uh sorry yeah carry on okay um uh, mendoza who had been waiting to hear from his girlfriend noted that i told myself that if she didn't call me i was going to go next door and mess with the neighbor's horse okay so you, you so she
0: like, kind of like inadvertently without knowing called his bluff
1: <laughs> and he just went and did it well no he, he didn't tell her that he just said he'd been waiting to hear from his girlfriend and he noted that, so I guess he made a statement or he said Whereabouts is this? Texas. Um, Alright. So he's he's waiting for a phone call. Yeah. And, and he's he,
0: thinking to himself, if she doesn't call, I'm gonna go and fool around with the horse next door. Yeah,
1: because you know it's logical. It's amazing. Apparently so. <laughs> Must have been amazing for him in some way. Um Um How fucked
0: up do things have to be in that relationship or Texas <laughs> You, when you like went for a phone call you don't get that you just like you know, hey you know what there's a horse next door that's like more in New York than New York. This, <laughs> this guy he was born in New York he moved to Texas okay Um.
1: I, I can't believe he actually said this <laughs> oh my god you have quotes Um. okay, okay so he said I told myself that if she didn't call me I was going to go next door and mess with the neighbor's horse, which is what occurred, uh, Mendoza told Sergeant Raymond Jansky. And then then Mendoza is quoted as saying, I was trying to make the horse have a baby. I was thinking it would have a horseman baby. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I blew a nut in the horse. I think... (laughs) <laughs> I haven't actually read all of this this is awesome oh no 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 we may have to stop <laughs> I then got off the bucket Oh what? and put my clothes back on and left oh, so we actually stripped down <laughs> because this bitch didn't call I promise that I have not been back over to the horse since that time well you done it once dude it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> Oh, man, it's times
0: like this I wish I didn't have an overactive imagination because uh, I've got a vivid fucking picture in my head.
1: <laughs> the next line. Shit. Okay, so the horse lover, <laughs> whose rap sheet included a wide variety of felony and misdemeanor callers, later pleaded guilty to public lewdness and criminal trespass and was sentenced to four months in jail. Oh, I'll straighten him up. Holy... Sh- well, not really. <laughs> Mendoza's criminal career subsequently ended when he hanged himself in county jail. Oh, well. <laughs> um, he, where he was being held in on decency <laughs> with a child and trespassing charges. Where the fuck did the child come into us? Unless it was a child horse.
0: Uh, wouldn't that be like... No, because they, they they
1: have names, baby horses and stuff. Yeah, but I don't understand where they're talking about. Anyway, this is
0: uh, Well, So he couldn't live without the horse. So it's like that's it. I'm going to end it. Or you know, as as there's no like 86th floor that I can throw myself off or a balcony.
1: He just he just he hung himself. Um, maybe he just didn't like the fact that he was. He, he's, he got nicknamed the horse to, lover.
0: Or was it made to look like a, um, a hanging,
1: like a suicide? That happens a lot in prison, right? You're you're asking somebody who's never been. I don't know. I would would think that um, it's probably self-inflicted because any um, individual that seeks justice, even animal lovers, (coughs) would probably be more interested in this guy living with the shame and being known as a horse lover and just not immediately it's,
0: it's a weird thing how i mean well i don't i mean i don't know how it works over in uh in the good old US of A but i know over here it's it's it's, it's a weird system how it work, as i understand it which i only know from what i've read in the uh the tabloids uh the papers as it were and that's like even even criminals have levels of acceptability so you got like you know the the people they're like yeah I'm in here because I killed someone, so like oh, shit okay you know got a tattoo on my eye, all right and then you got another guy's like yeah and I raped a girl okay fair enough that's why you're in here but the moment you get someone like a paedophile in there, they get killed like in the first like, day, <laughs> and, uh, and y- being, well the first one they get like been to a pop for the first few days and then they end up like I don't know bleeding out or something
1: as I understand it I you know not all of them you yeah, so you don't you. Uh, you're not know, talking about from personal experience here no okay no. good
0: never been to uh, I've never I've never seen a, a jail cell
1: or prison let alone ever seen one uh, yeah seen one <laughs> so <laughs> well, I, I, d- I don't I don't I don't know where um, I guess technically this is considered bestiality well no there's no technicality about it it is okay fine man meets animal that's okay. Piece. I don't. I don't know. I don't know where that fits into the the social hierarchy of animal, of woman,
0: woman, animal, man, animal, um, animal, man. It's all the same thing, and it's not pretty.
1: It's and it's not right. And I got nothing else to say on it. There. Uh, it's um. Fucked off It is. Yeah. It's. I can't. It's. Huh. You're speechless again. Um.
0: A little bit. Yes. I mean, again, it. Is he just... Is he fucked in the head? Is that why he's all... You uh, know, I love, uh, I've not got this phone call, so I'm going to, like, shag this fucking horse. Uh, I, right, okay, you caught me. I plead guilty. I can't take prison. I just, you know, I missed the horse hanging myself. Right, is that... What? I mean, right, uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I... Huh? I don't get it. Can you explain anything to me?
1: Not in the slightest.
0: Um, I love where you're getting these new stories from and I hope that you do um, continue,
1: continue to... Continue. I will. Keep, uh... Are you ready for it? You want another one? This is quite funny, actually, as well.
0: Uh, yes! I always want another one. Go okay. on. Okay. Um,
1: it's a pity that the... The, um, the titles for these things, so the headlines, are a dead giveaway. Okay, um where did this take place um Horschbach northwest Bavaria a family had gathered in a uh, Bavaria well, no, eastern Europe somewhere I think Bavaria okay yeah family had gathered in a flat to celebrate New Year's uh when a boy ca- became bored and decided to rummage through his parents bedroom <laughs> where he found furry handcuffs oh this is gonna end well <laughs> <laughs> Out of curiosity, he put them on, police had in his statement, but soon realized he could not get them off, and had handcuffed his hands together. <laughs> well. As you do. Yeah, we can do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the boy returned to his family in the cuffs, uh, and as he had put them on so tightly, the family decided against opening them themselves, um, and as they could not find the key, they decided to go into the local police station. With their oh, six-year-old oh my boy God. handcuffed in furry cuffs. Well, that's going
0: to raise all kinds of suspicion, I guess.
1: Uh, woo, I woo, guess, woo, woo. first off, <laughs> you don't um, leave your, your sex shit around where your six-year-old yeah, boy can find it. Do
0: you not just like buy some fucking sharp pliers or something and just break through the shit? Or not lose the key? Well, there's that. I mean, what you, happens knife? No, you lose the key? You just go out and you get those like those bolt cutters. Just yeah. get those. Don't you don't take them to the fucking police station. Fucking hell. There's another movie to be made there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to be involved in that
1: one. That's <laughs> that's, that's some that's some harsh shit. But no, you just don't leave your shit hanging about like that. Um, I mean, what happened if if mum and dad decided to go use them and then realised don't have any keys and you're handcuffed to the bedpost well I
0: don't I mean I don't know they've got to be pretty I guess authentic because as from well from what I understand and a bit of experience they all like cuffs and stuff normally have a like a safety mechanism that you even if you like lose keys you can still
1: unhook uh, get out of them you're not talking about actual handcuffs as well, though.
0: They're not. No, these aren't like real, real handcuffs. Which I'm, it sounds like these, obviously. I don't know. It was in Eastern
1: Europe, so maybe but, they make them stronger.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe. I guess. I uh, Donna, hey, <laughs> um, look into it. Let's know. What's it? Do you get what? What's the cuffs like in Canada? Oh God, Vancouver.
1: We'll find out. We're gonna go there.
0: Well, Toronto at least. Well,
1: yes. Well, it's canister. It is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We'll see.
0: All right, I got two things here with and we'll we'll wrap it up. We'll, cool. Uh, we'll close the table. Um, I got. Okay, I did. Bear in mind, January is not over yet because I did say last time I was talking about shark stuff. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I did say people are getting attacked left, right, and centre. Which they are. And you were like. It's interesting how you say that, even though there's been, like, in this particular place, like, three deaths in ten years or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm, like, I was, like, looking at the whole board of attacks versus something. And it's not happened yet, which is a good thing. So maybe me looking into this is, like, stopping people from getting attacked and killed. So I could be saving lives right now in a weird perspective. Okay. but you, You are Batman, of course. Yes. But, like I said, January has only just begun, and I'm sure by, unfortunately, before the end of the month, I'll be going through some new story where someone's been attacked or eaten or something. But, in the meantime, thought I'd hit you with a, a nice little bit of shark fact, according to this website, which I believe, to my knowledge, to be true, based on other stuff that I've read or not, and I'm sure you know it already, but it's all about why great white sharks cannot be kept in captivity. Ooh,
1: okay. I don't know why. Has this
0: peaked you or perked or pecked your curiosity? Just pecked my curiosity. Oh, uh, yes. Tell me, Scott, why? <coughs> um, let's have a look. While well, thousands of adrenaline enthusiasts, adventure fanatics and brave tourists... Brave. <laughs> stupid. Uh, go <laughs> great white shark cave diving. <laughs> let's try that again. Uh, great white shark cage diving. Yeah. In Gans... Gans... Gansby? Gans... Gans- no. Every year, year, many people who can't find the courage to do so have heeded to many an aquarium with the intention of viewing the sharks in captivity. Despite having the best intentions to learn more about the creature and safely observe them, they'll find themselves out of luck. Great white sharks are not kept in captivity for a multitude of reasons. Critically, they do not survive. Critically. (laughs) Ironically. (laughs) Uh, scientists and biologists around the world have tried various methods of breeding and introducing great white sharks into captivity but have all done so without much luck because critically they do not survive <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> uh. recently a female great white shark reached a new record surviving how long do you reckon Ooh. pop quiz hot shark. Fish Eleven fish? days. Uh, not surviving forty-four days in a million-gallon tank housed at Monterey Bay Aquarium in California. So they just—they just die. Yes, for uh, no apparent reason. No, there's reasons behind it. Okay. Uh, the last time I researched it and stuff, there was speculations and theories, but this seems to be a bit more, slightly more definitive. I'm sure there's still a great deal that we don't know about the shark psyche and, what, and why and, and what whatnot about the theories so far seem pretty sound and scientific but as we know there's always been like new theories being broken every day and shit science changes and shit so yeah um, does it give any of the reasons it does yeah um, so that was the yes yeah, so 44 days eating 4 pounds of salmon mackerel and 1 sardine Which obviously makes all the difference. Maybe
1: if if they cut the sardine out, he would have survived.
0: Yeah, following its release, it dies a week later. The previous record was set in August 1981 when a great white shark lasted 16 days at SeaWorld in San Francisco before being released back into the ocean after refusing to eat. So, why is it that great white sharks are not or cannot be kept in captivity? There are many theories. Um, One, they're open water fish and cannot be confined. Tagged sharks have been known to swim hundreds of kilometres within a matter of days. This exercise of freedom is essential to their containment. Sorry, contentment. (laughs) Containment. (laughs) Yeah, clearly. Uh, They get depressed in captivity. Oh, we need some sad music. Yeah. Uh, Great white sharks that are kept within tanks have been known to headbutt their noses into glass walls and lose their appetites. It has also been noted that they get increasingly aggressive in their depressed state.
1: That's kind of an oxymoron, but okay. Yeah.
0: great white sharks are incredibly expensive to keep as they kill and eat all other creatures in their tanks. Kind of goes without saying.
1: Yeah.
0: Aquariums would have to continuously restock a tank or dedicate an extremely large tank for the sharks to solely live. But that's not a reason why they're dying. Impossible as a tank would have to be kilometres long, yeah. They refuse to be fed by humans, leading them to either die of starvation or be released into the wild. As predators, great white sharks are natural hunters and need the thrill of the hunt to survive. They will not survive on already dead small fish. So, put live fish in the tank then. Live big fish. Yeah. Um, New death penalty. But apparently, it's because of like even like the bigger tanks. It's the, the confinement. They just get sad and lose their appetite. Apparently, that seems to be like the most common. Uh, thing many people believe that sharks become depressed and even die in captivity due to aquariums using the incorrect water solutions without enough saline. As great white sharks are saltwater species, it's absolutely crucial that the correct balance is maintained. <coughs> Sorry, great white sharks are a logistical nightmare for aquariums. Not only do they have to capture them safely, but they have to transport them and relocate them into a tank, all the while keeping them in water. Yeah. This website sucks. <laughs> I'm going to say but
1: I, I mean. I, uh, yeah, you're right. The website does suck. Due I'm to their size
0: like, and aggressive d- disposition. Greg, Sorry, right? can I just say
1: real quick? Yeah. It makes it sound like. So they they capture sharks and so they have to transport the sharks in the water. But if they capture a dolphin, they can just be like, hey, let's go for a stroll down the street.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. It sounded bad this morning when I read it at 3 <laughs> o'clock. It was weird. Um, due to their size and aggressive disposition, great white sharks are incredibly hard to handle, would you believe? No. Uh, Most people would rather not go through the hassle and dangers of coming into contact with them, especially as keeping them content and alive in captivity is so difficult. Okay. Well, uh, maybe I just read the first theory and was like, this rocks. And that being that they get depressed and if they're depressed because they're not hunting and stuff, as it were, they're they're not going to eat and stuff. and That's why there's such
1: a a problem keeping them in, captivi- in uh, captivity. No, it, that makes sense. Just mm. stop trying. I mean, let them run free. Maybe that's why they. That's the maybe it, that's why they attack people every now yeah. and again. You know they.
0: I mean, at this point, I'm thinking like, is it as far as evolution goes? Is it a genetic thing? Because there's this thing where we're supposed to, like any fucking viruses stuff, we're supposed to want, I guess, to genetically just breed. I mean, you see it everywhere, and it fucks me off, but. Maybe I'm the mutation where I'm just because I'm like, I don't want to breed. I don't want babies. (laughs) Are you fucking insane? But everyone else on the planet just seems to be like drilled into like babies, babies, must have babies, want kids and stuff. Uh, You know, at some point, and ultimately end up having them. But if we were to, if a a shark. If a shark. If a shark. If a shark. If a a, shark. If a shark was born in captivity, (laughs) which. Like, still, would it grow up to just have that natural instinct and stuff to like want to hunt and stuff? Is that a genetics thing through evolution, or can it be being born and new? Could we be able to train it? Like, you get the crazy fucks out there in the world, which you know, an alligator's born or whatever, and a lion, and it grows up with that one specific person, and and even when they hit, okay, sometimes they, they hit maturity and they just eat the fuck out of those people but sometimes they don't and there's that bond and they never attack that person and you know I guess you could say it could be hit and miss with lions or alligators or whatever but it happens and I've seen shit where the alligators are like well go for people left right and centre and eat shit but you know that one person that they grew up with and stuff they don't touch they're just like ah ah this is my master
1: yeah Um, you'll probably find that they're that they they could they not do that with sharks? Do you not think? I think they probably want to try because earlier on there they did say that they they have tried to but unsuccessfully bred a shark and mm. or breed a shark in captivity. So they need to get a pregnant female
0: that blows the, the little shark out, and then get rid of the female and then like raise the baby. Yeah. So I mean, I I don't obviously condone that because that's like all kinds of like animal cruelty. Even though they are vicious fucking animals. Uh, and to be fair, why not? They've been around longer than me. And to be fair, if I'd been stuck in the ocean for as long as they, are, I'd be pissed off too. And I would like lead us into a false um sense of security. Yes. Okay. With the whole like, oh, yeah, we we don't, we don't like the taste of man flesh. It's it's horrible. Um. And every now and again, it's like um. Oh, just 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 checking. You look like a seal. And they, just, they they keep on going, and we're like, they don't like the taste of humans. We're gonna keep going out there, and we keep going out there, and they keep on attacking and stuff. And then when they get, you know, when we get brave enough to go out there, we're like, oh, it's fine. I've been attacked twice. I'm all good. They're then like, dumb fuck, and then they eat the fucker. Okay. Why is everybody is getting attacked by the shark Australian? Because <laughs> I don't know, but. <laughs> The... It's because sharks have declared war in Australia, which is why they're all over there, and they're attacking these Australian surfers, left, right, and centre. And, yeah, they just, like, have little bites here and there, and then every now and again they just take entire limbs. And I read that story in the last episode where a guy just got eaten in half. Or bitten in half. I mean, shark, that. That must have been one
1: big fucking shark just taking a bite to see if he liked it or not because... Well, they, normally they, do, they do get... They, some, some of them, like great Whites and stuff, they do get massive. I mean, Jaws is... bullshit. I do um, want to put my feet on the chair. <laughs> Why? Because, I don't know. We're not in water, dude. I feel like I am. It's okay. That's swaying. That's not nice on a boat. Okay, that's the vodka talking. <laughs>
0: Oh dear. Um, um okay, interest. Yeah, I know some of them are like really they, they can get really big, I get that. But they're always all these experts and stuff are just say like, Oh, they're confused for a seal or whatever and they have a bite and the moment they have a bite and there's like a little bit of blood or whatever because they're so sensitive and all that shit, they they know it's not their normal food type. It's not fish, it's not a seal or, you know, uh, a seahorse or whatever it is they eat and stuff. It's all good. But, you know, these people do get eaten. Alive or big parts of them eaten. So that's got to be one fucking hungry shark out there to not like us, to want to eat us anyway.
1: Well, the the, the theory that, okay, I don't subscribe to the, the theory that sharks don't like the taste of human flesh because I don't have, I don't understand how they, the longest they've been able to keep a shark in, in captivity is 44, 44 days. days yes. During which time, what do they do? Do they throw, throw some human flesh in there and see if they <laughs> ate it? <laughs> mountain flesh I'm not I don't I don't understand how scientifically that that can be stated so I'll give you that it, it could be a lot of bullshit they could really really like the taste of humans um, I mean it just seems to me that all they're going on is that sharks have uh, on many
0: occasions just popped up because some some dude's been like body boarding whatever and they've gone maybe from down below they're like oh a seal or something or a sea lion or whatever and they've gone up and they've taken a bite and they've gone. No, it's not. What the fuck is that? And they've swum off. Yeah. And so scientists, based on all these attacks which haven't ended in fatalities, they've gone. Well, they don't like to do to humans. And it's like, well, what's that based on? Is that based on the statistics alone? Is it the amount of people that have been attacked but have not lost limbs or been killed?
1: It's based on the conversations that uh, marine biologists and stuff have had with the one shark that managed to morph into a human being. Which was oh, his t- name was Alfred. <laughs> 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 Get old Al. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was just like, no, <coughs> we don't, we don't like the taste of humans.
0: Yeah, that's, um... No, I, I don't know
1: where it comes from. It, it, it um, I, I, I can't say know. anything to, uh, to, to answer your questions, to abate your fears, to, <laughs> to, to subside your worries, <coughs> and, it's, you know, to, to rein in the. Uh, the suspicions um, I will I will give it to you sharks are dangerous and um, and you particularly should stay out of the water I
0: uh, yeah I do I I I've, yeah
1: I mean I feel when I go into a swimming
0: pool let alone the fucking beach or you know the sea or the ocean or oh, I will
1: I, I can tell you with with relative certainty that if you just go down to the local like Lido or pool gym or something like that you're probably not going to find a a shark in there they say this but no 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 no. I'm (laughs) I'm, I can tell you with 100% certainty unless um, someone dumps a shark in there and you will see said shark when you go to the pool you're safe dude wow what a new
0: horror film we could make like you know a a villainous guy that goes around dumping sharks into swimming pools
1: (laughs) and as they said how the <laughs> fuck do you transport the shark around
0: um yeah well they did it in James Bond I'm sure we could figure something out okay
1: well yeah well, we'll. yeah tell I, you what let's try and figure that out and when, when, when we when we part about the, the predator xenomorph invasion I um, look forward to that then be know, one, one of our weapons can be luring him into, into pools with sharks who do you think would win? Do you think a xenomorph or a shark would win? Oh, um, I think the xenomorph. Okay, I'll amend that. Jaws or a xenomorph?
0: As in James Bond is James Bond is James Bond's jaws or No, not jaws. Shark jaws. The shark jaws. The the, shark jaws, the, um, the big fucker. The xenomorph.
1: Or I guess it's an unfair advantage. Or a jaw.
0: Because if it's just one xenomorph, the shark, Jaws comes along and the alien's like on the boat, waiting to turn into the queen to lay eggs. And then Jaws jumps on the back, the alien falls down, and as Jaws, Jaws is munching away, the acid blood's going to go everywhere and kill the shark, but the xenomorph's already like fucked. because you're going to call it a draw? Probably, yeah.
1: Alright, I'll, I'll give it to you.
0: But if it's like water-water fight, Like water water pistols. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Now, if it's like the Xenomorphs in the water, and it's like a a head-on fight, um, probably the Xenomorph, because they, based on what... I know a lot of people don't like it, but I quite enjoyed the underwater scene in Alien Resurrection. And based on how the alien moved in that, how flexible it is and stuff, I think it would approach the shark so like head on and then be able to move quickly uh, around it or whatever and just be able to attack it with its claws it's uh, fucking ten sets of teeth and its tail and just be stabbing the fuck out of
1: Jaws whilst Jaws is just like
0: ah, okay
1: now in this scenario I'm just expanding upon it a bit more okay being as um, okay the ocean is, is um, designated as Marine life home, in <laughs> okay. which in which in which the shark, I guess technically, could be considered the villain. Yes, but Bad now we, guy number one. But now we've got an, a a foreign enemy that's invading the ocean. The xenomorph. The xenomorph. Right. Shark is fighting. Yes. Does does the other marine life come to the aid of their enemy? Well, dolphins and jellyfish, dolphins, jellyfish, seahorses, mm. pikes, pikes. Um, <laughs> whales, uh, porpoises. You know, does everybody? Do, do they join forces? How do many animals are there? Do they do they form the you know the the, the ocean oceanic <laughs> Justice League <laughs> United Oceanics Justice League? <laughs> um. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, how many dinomorphs are there? Let's say there's twelve of them. Twelve. Um But they're just they're just the scouting party. Oh. Based uh, on how well how does based on, based on how well the what do we say? The the United Oceanic Justice League. Yes. U <laughs> U O U O J A. U O J L. Oh U O J L. OJL Usual. UJL Okay. Usual. Anyway, based on how well they Sounds Canadian, eh? <laughs> Um, based on how well they defend their territory, the rest of the invading force may or may not come. So the scouting party's got to report back. If they succeed and win... I say
0: for the purposes, because there's a backup plan. So, one, yes, they they get the Oceanic Justice League together.
1: So dolphins and everybody do jump in and, and join forces Most, with the shark.
0: Yeah, all the little fish and stuff join in, help out and whatnot, kick some ass maybe, because... If they lose, or if the main army of Xenomorphs then approach and stuff, they're then calling the big guns, and it's, like you say, it's not just well, all sharks of all kinds, uh, all whales of all kinds, like the the killer whales and all that sort of shit, and like all the giant octopuses and giant squids and shit. And they can only then get involved. And, and then the
1: ultimate weapon. Uh,
0: which was all of that.
1: No. No, oh, what's no. the ultimate weapon? The Kraken! oh of course. The Kraken!
0: Yes, it's basically the underwater silic pit, really. Yeah. <laughs> <Star> Wars <laughs> um, Yeah, and then I still end up dying somehow. And why? I don't know. You would
1: not venture anywhere near the ocean in this scenario. I uh... or a boat or a bathtub. <laughs> or a <laughs> bottle of water if this was going on you'd just be like yes. me and vodka that's it <laughs>
0: yeah um well okay maybe I don't die
1: no I think I think you survived this one. Oh,
0: what kind of oh survival music I know I've not got survival music
1: what can I have oh god um Hi the Tiger
0: oh I can't think any of anything here, so whilst this epic war is going on I've got this music going and they're bowing out left right and centre and there's fish blood being spilled and there's even more blood being spilled and um, is acid heavy enough to sink or does it just stay there or does it float I don't know uh,
1: chemistry is is not my forte
0: okay um, but yeah so and then so I survive I guess you survive yeah what who wins the fish yes Yes. Thank God. Yeah, they
1: wipe out all the xenomorphs. Ooh. But however, because there's uh, there's always okay. there's
0: always a uh, one fucking egg gets missed that just sinks to the bottom. They get sink, yeah,
1: and that hatches. Facehugger attacks the kraken. No, face. <laughs> no, I was gonna say facehugger attacks, you know, a great white. Oh dear, xenomorph shark hybrid.
0: Oh man, why do I? I'm not gonna sleep tonight. I'm just <laughs> gonna, like,
1: or tomorrow. I'm just gonna be like no the Xenomorph shark's gonna get me and then you and then you end up then you end up you you end up with the uh, the the Xeno shark (laughs) okay oh dear having to battle it out with Sharktopus (laughs) 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 oh man um put that in your pipe and smoke it
0: Hey everybody, thanks for listening to this episode and hopefully past episodes. Just want to say thanks again to Paul and Donna for their emails, which brings me to the email. If anybody wants to get hold of any of us here that have been podcasting here, myself, Sean, Adam, Gareth, and there'll be many more in the future, you can email us at uh, nashcastpod at gmail.com. And we're also available on Twitter as myself at Scott Nash 4, the number 4. Um, Sean is at Neil Sean, which is N I A L S E A N, and uh, the others will do when we podcast with them as we go. So I know on previous episodes as well. So I'm going to keep going through it. But yeah, happy New Year! Hope you enjoyed this first episode of 2014, and there's going to be many, many more to come uh, throughout this year. So I uh, hope you enjoy. We certainly enjoyed doing it and uh, listening back on it and, and whatnot. So. Um, Rock and roll, let's have a good 2014.